Welcome to the Kaizen Creativity Podcast, where we apply the philosophy of continual improvement to our creativity. Each episode takes a scientific principle from creativity and innovation research, and we translate it into practical advice for your creativity. For more, you can visit us at jaredvoli.com. One of my secret passions is game design. I love watching YouTube videos about how games are made and why game developers made the decisions that they did. The topic for this episode was inspired by two different YouTube channels that I think do a really good job at explaining how game design works. One is Adam Millard, who runs a channel called The Architect of Games, and the other one is Mark Brown, who has a channel called Game Maker's Toolkit. Even if you are not designing a video game yourself, there's still a lot of things that you can learn about how games are designed that you can then apply to your own creativity in your own industry. There's a lot of parallels between what game designers are going through in order to develop a really good product and what people in other creative industries have to deal with as well. So if you're interested, I will leave a link to the channels in the description. Personally, I think it's fascinating when everything comes together to form this amazing video game. But I also think it's really interesting when a video game collapses under its own weight. Video game design is incredibly competitive. This is a high-risk, high-reward industry. And as we talked about on the episode about hyper-segmentation, which I believe was episode either 10 or 11, but whenever it comes to hyper-segmentation, whenever there is so many competitors that are all fighting over the same small area, then businesses and creative people tend to respond by trying to add more and more on top of this same base offering. So they tell themselves, I can't simply give my customer X. I need to give them X, Y, and Z. And of course, your competitor is going to respond by taking X, Y, and Z and upping it to another level as well. In game design, these additions come in the form of game mechanics. There are these skill trees that you have to unlock to get special moves later on in the game. There's crafting in games like Minecraft, where you combine items together and you create new items. And these are often so complex that you need to download this online PDF just to figure out what you're allowed to make. So games are super complex. And that is why simple games are so fascinating to me. Take the breakout game Hollow Knight, which sold nearly 3 million copies, and it spawned an entire franchise of sequels. So what can you do in this game? You can jump, you can slash enemies, and you can bounce on enemies sort of like Mario. That is it. Those are the only three things you can do. Yet the way they combine these three components together is incredibly interesting and fun. Let's take Five Nights at Freddy's, another incredibly simple but very popular game. This is one of the scariest, creepiest games out there. You play as a security guard. And what do you do in the game? There are only two actions. You can open and close doors, and you can look at the monitors. The reason that the game is scary is that your battery is really, really small, 
And the longer you keep your doors closed, the faster you're going to run through your battery. And if you run out of battery, the doors open and you'll get attacked by some really creepy monsters. So think about how crazy simple this is. There's only two actions that you can take as a player. But yet they use this simplicity to create something incredibly fun. And what makes it even more impressive is that from a producer's standpoint, right, from the creator's standpoint, think about how few graphics you would need for the game. This means that the creator can keep it super simple. They save themselves a lot of costs because they don't have to produce so much. They create a game that's more fun, that sells more, and is cheaper all at the same time. Both Hollow Knight and Five Nights at Freddy's are incredibly simple. Anybody could pick them up, and within the first few minutes, they could completely understand all of the mechanics that are important to the game. Their simplicity makes them very, very easy for the company to create and for the players to enjoy. So as you are creating today, try to simplify your product. Instead of trying to add more bells and whistles on top of what you already have, focus on creating your masterpiece around one or two very simple ideas. Figure out how to pull the maximum value out of what you already have instead of trying to add more. This has the double satisfaction of doing less better. Hey everybody, during the month of April, the website podchaser.com is going to be donating 25 cents to Meals on Wheels for every podcast review that you leave on their site. They're also going to donate another 25 cents for every reply that I leave for your review. And of course, I'm going to take that feedback and find ways to improve the show. You can check it out using the link at the bottom of the show notes.